he uh, broke your window and repaid it? I guess, yeah. Is the window fixed? She said, here's my card. Call here's me my about card. the window. But wouldn't guy throwing at it, window etiquette would insist that you would never show up to the restaurant again? Yeah, that's right. You would the be window? embarrassed, right? You would be embarrassed. Right. Well, let's say you're the owner. You don't want Mike Spiegel and the bionic asshole walking to Scotty's to throw someone out the window again. Right? Unless you're scared of Mike Spiegelman. Absolutely. So on t for two reasons, they shouldn't be here. This must have just been they shot on the same day. Because yeah. the owners wouldn't let them in, and they wouldn't want to go in. It's so embarrassing. They're so embarrassed. You remember that lover's spat where you threw me out the window? It wasn't even a lover's spat. So right he now we're going to have a situation in which it's like a movie does something that would never happen in the real world, like their feelings and stuff. It's like now she like gets her memory back and he knows and and instead of them getting together, she's like, let's just stay in touch. Let's just be friends. It doesn't make sense. I see. That wasn't my knack for getting acquainted. Maybe that'll do better. By the right words. He's talking about his Isn't son right now. Inside you in your heart. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, TV Teflon was used a lot in 87 because of the president. Remember, like, uh, yeah, Reagan was they was the Teflon Ron, or well, the, no, no, you're thinking of the mob guy, the Teflon, yeah, right, Don. the mob guy. That's who I'm thinking of, yeah, Te yeah, yeah, Teflon Don or something, yes, I guess it was a, John yeah. Gotti, right? Gotti. I don't know. John. John. You ever see the movie Gotti? Uh, Travolta? Yeah, I've seen it. I didn't think it was so great. Do you think it's bad movie? Like, good, bad? If it was on YouTube, we would watch it? I think it's probably a bad movie because I don't remember it well. And that's what oh. I tend to do. Like, if I like a movie, I remember everything about it. But if I can't... That happened to me with Woody Allen once. I think I already told you that story. I saw this Woody Allen movie and it just really sucked. Then I was in the video store and I was like, oh, a Woody Allen film I never saw. Okay. <laughs> right. You said it. it. Okay, let's listen again because now we're going to have the ridiculous stuff. I guess I was just. Yeah, that's what I You won't have a good answer. It's so bad. I don't even want to listen. It's just fake stuff. Like, I'm confused. I, I want in my movie bionics. I want bionic jumping. I want bionic running. I want bionic listening. I want bionic seeing. I want to see guys point. God, they're gonna kit. I don't want to see a, a dinner scene that goes on before the oh, next yeah. commercial break. Yeah, it's really long, this scene, and it's... All right, fuck it. I'll tell you something about the film. Um, sure. Uh, um, it was released you, on oh, get video. You know who directed the movie Gotti? Yeah, Sorry, no. Tell me. The, uh, the actor who played E in Entourage. Oh, okay. I've got his name. I know him. So I, 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 
He was on a, a bunch of sitcoms too. I, I saw him in. I don't want to read this stuff. I'm kind of done with this film. You've All seen right, this I'll how many times for research, Carl? How many times what? have you seen this already? This is my fourth time. I just yeah, find so that if I, I watch it three times and I'm ready for our show. Um, married to Farrah Fawcett between 73 and 82. That's pretty short. That's really pretty short. 73 to 82? Nine years in the limelight? Because they were in the limelight. Wait, wait. You're right. You're right. That isn't really short, right? Especially if you're famous. Um, cameo appearances in Circle of Two. He was in Scrooged. I don't remember that. He probably uh, played himself walking around the, the, the yep. television lot. Yeah, he did. He did. He was in Big Fat Liar. I don't remember that. The Brother Solomon. Oh, I've seen Big Fat Liar. I think he probably played himself, honestly, on a lot of this movie this, they're yes. trying to make. He was in Grand Theft Audio, his voice, Big Mitch Baker. He was in The Mist by, with Stephen King for two seconds. Uh-huh. Uh, he was on Dallas for two shows. That's pretty sweet. And that's, that's the accurate. modern Dallas, the modern Dallas. Well, like the CW Dallas? Um, whatever it was. was a, TNT did, did Dallas, and J.R. Ewing was it in it. You know, the old cast was in it, and the young guy, the young guys. Did you see it? So, yeah, it had J.R. Jr., right? Yeah. J.R. J.R.? Yeah, it had Gerger. Gerger. Okay, turn it I, up. I know of it. Turn it up. Oh. Is that funny? That was him. Did you miss it? I know. I saw it. Was he no, passive aggressive? Didn't you hear what he said? You didn't hear he, what he said. I did hear what he said. I had it up and I listened. He goes, "Hey, uh, this time, guys, can you go through like the door because like our window is not like open." Okay, okay. No, I totally heard. It. I had the volume. You'll hear it. Okay, my mistake. My mistake. So. Um, check this out. Check this out. You know the song Midnight Train to Georgia? Yeah, sure. I love that song. Okay. Um, songwriter Jim Weatherly phoned his friend Lee Majors one day. The call was answered by Farrah Fawcett. Weatherly and Fawcett chatted briefly, and she told him he was going to visit her mother and was taking the midnight plane to Houston. Okay. He heard the midnight plane to Houston. He started doing that. <laughs> he started going into the shower. Leaving on that midnight Plane, <laughs> Houston, to Georgia, and it turned into, yeah. Um, uh, Weatherly used these wealthy people as characters in a song about a failed actress who leaves Los Angeles and is followed by her boyfriend who cannot live without her. Eventually, the genders were swapped and the plane became a train, and Houston was changed to Georgia. But I mean, that's what gave birth that's to the what song. Based on. No shit. You know, their relationship was like People Magazine fodder every week. Yes. National Enquirer. It was Benefer. Yeah, oh, yeah, Benefer. And part of it is that Farrah Fawcett, you know, she had her own history going on, and people would always, like, you know, those magazines would always try to get exclusives and exploit it. Well, yeah, it was like National Enquirer kind of thing, but a little yeah. bit. Was it called the Star Evening Star? I don't know. There was It was a little early. Okay, so well, what like, we're going to have now is a bar fight. In which a father and son can bond. Okay, oh, like they, they ball friend. But can't like I don't know. You got to pull punches if you're bionic, right? Well, he, right now he's not bionic. 
Oh, another window. This time in yeah. fast motion. And now ooh, the ooh, dad ooh. will be the one to say, this how you leave places? <laughs> Uh-oh. Stuntman fight. A lot of stunt work in this. That's kind of yeah. cool. Oh. Thanks for the beer, lady. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I want to see a movie about that guy. Crack. Yeah. Pub. He's like, stay out of it, Dad. And he's like, it looks like fun. <laughs> stay out of it, Dad. Yeah, right. So he goes back through the window. That's stupid. Broken glass everywhere, Carl. People pissing yeah, now, in the streets. That's right. It's not safe. It must be a TV show. So now we're going to hear the bionics when Steve comes in. Do, 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 do. He's super ducked. Punch. Smash. Smash. A lot of sound effects. Crash, smash. He wears that leather jacket so he looks like he has muscles. That's his son, his real life son. That's a normal sounding punch, Carl. Right. Crack. Oh. Bionic push. My spine. Bionic. Why would you people? You can see him like a Winston Payne. Did you see the joke there? Yeah. Hi, how are you? Well, like, he went to, like, beat up a guy, but it turned out to be a girl, so he stopped, and then she, like, slugged him in the stomach. Look at that! Yeah, that's pretty raw. That happens in no fights. That's right. Cops. Sorry, officer, I was just trying to take this beer outside. <laughs> what? Why won't you? I was a beer a stander. I got it. I was an innocent beer stander. <laughs> hot dogs. Get your hot dogs outside of bar brawl. Good ball brawl. Let's get either a hot dog or whatever. This there's like two oh popcorn. Well, yeah. He's Only in get... Los Angeles, Carl. Only in LA. Here you can have. Turn it up. He's gonna get him popcorn. The works with the works. Street... With the works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you want a street corn, street pop? <laughs> Give me a street pop. What do you want in your street pop? Everything. A street Give pop a street from pop. a pop. I'll order one street pop from a pop. Again, street dog next from the stand. Come on, I promised you'd order the popcorn. Come on. Uh, they just passed up their entire relationship. Well, we're getting bonding scene because next scene he's going to die, you know, get killed. He doesn't die, but a plane crash. Okay, buy the street pop. Here we go. Get the to work. the works. Butter, butter and salt. Want corn on your pop? What else do you, I mean, like some yeast, some flavoring, some, some cinnamon? The works, the works. Chili. No, I don't want any ginger on it. Yeah, chili. Chili and cheese with jalapeno peppers. That's one peppercorn. This is their plan is to drive at them. It will split them up, and then they get the kid. If they get the he... kid, they'll get Lee Major's bionic. What happened to the street pop? They dropped it? Well, watch. Do, 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 do. He goes, good job, bum. Ah. Oh, Dad. Whoa. 
Now, the son's going to think to himself, that's really cool. I wish I was bionic. Until he really is bionic. And he goes, you made me a freak. You made me a freak. Did he not pop his son's uh, arm out of a socket? Right. Absolutely, you would have, right? <laughs> How do they do these effects? Carl, let's just cut to the chase because they're they, jumping. They jumped backwards. They jumped backwards. And they so some guy it. outside Wilshire or... You know, jumps out of a building. It's got to be a studio. That little fake dead end they went into. It's got to be a sound. Okay, so they're on a studio lot, and then they have a three-story building, and they probably have those like wonderful cushiony. Yeah, and then they jump on backwards. They're stuntmen. They're trained to. And then they take the film and they reverse it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So two people, let me get this right, they're in a lot, right? Don't you think Steve Austin's real-life son was like, Dad, why can't I be the kid? Dad, why can't I be the bionic one? Do you feel it's the other way around? The father says, son, you are going to be in my return of the, uh, you're going to be the bionic kid. No, Dad, I don't. I don't live in your shadow. Oh, he's, he's, uh, doot, 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 they're her boobs. Did you see it? Doot, 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 doot. He's, he's eavesdropping. Well, he was – no, but he knew she was listening, and so he said, you're more beautiful than ever. And so then the general guy was like, you know, excuse me, Mr. Austin? <laughs> oh, the general there? It was a general admission? Yeah, they let him in. It was general admission. So now we're going to have, you know, plane crash, We and then we've got to make him bionic. Oh, that's her son? Look how they're all dressed up like um Yeah. That's the bad guy they fought in the bar. I'm I'm not bored at this at all. If you think you're bored watching this the fourth time, imagine actually watching this the air show. Like it's just I guess like they're testing it. It's a test. They're all No, he's like gonna graduate or something. It's like he's gotta do a a striking run or some crap to graduate. And then like he'll be like he'll be so fake in trouble. He'll be like, oh, uh, my sensors are broken. Up, ah, the stick's not responding. Houston, turn it up. It's, he's like so bad. Do a barrel roll. You know he's not in danger is what I'm saying. Uh-oh. Hydro gauge. My hydro gauges. What? Blip, blippity, blip, blip. Six he's flashing like, lights. Oh, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. My toggles are, they res- are not toggling. How do they do this effect? Is there a cushion? Yeah, there'll be a cushion on the ground. <laughs> Look at how, like, Bionic Woman's in her, like, Kentucky Derby hat. I'm sorry. Sorry. Dick is sluggish. Sick. There's no effect. Oh. Fuck this. We archival footage. Yeah. Better of a fake plane jettison. crash. Fake jettison. Press the fake jettison button. I can't find it. Do you think this archi- Oh, there we go. Archival. Archival. Now this plane crash. Did they pay the family to use for the footage? I'm sure they didn't. It's archival. So we watched footage. the. You know, they always say, oh, kids watch so much violence on 70s well, TV every episode. You go into a closet, 
and there's reels and reels of crap. Here's one of an elephant. Here's one of, Oh, you know, I know, I know, totally. They should but call I mean, up, who is the man who died in this plane? I want to give his great, great No, but I think it's ironic that, you know, people would say you're desensitized from violence because you would watch it six times, you know, three times a yeah. night on television. Yeah. And to the point where they use archival footage of a man dying in a plane crash, and we're just like, oh, no, I hope his son's okay. You know, oh. like you don't, you just don't think about it. I'm sure, like I don't you're know, right. I, you know, you're right. I didn't. The thinker. Hey. Yeah, let me pet you. Let me pet you like a dog. What What are you doing here? I thought you were not my girlfriend, Jamie. Hello. Ouch, ouch, my hair is stuck in your hand, your bionic hands. Don't, don't. Oh, my your kid's hand. gonna die now. You're showing up. You're, yeah, now you're here. Bionic hand is stuck in my hair. Uh, he has my cell phone. Oh, Steve, are these bionic? Is this bionic hair? No, it, they're plugs. They're plugs. <laughs> what do you, what do you, you have bionic hair? They're plugs. It's so sad, like they, he has to sit there. Poor son's in the hospital. All right, turn it up so you Chris... can hear the bad acting so that you cannot feel like, oh, it's terrible. Oh, no, here we go. Oh, he must be crispy. <laughs> his skin is all crispy, like jerk, like chicken. I, I can't, oh, I just, I can't even, I can smell him. Right. None of that, none of that. All he can smell right now is... Like ashy, smoky smell. It smells <laughs> terrible. Okay, now we are seeing Breaking Bad guy, younger than you've know. ever seen him. I can't tell you why, except he has a will to live that just won't quit. That's Brian Walter. Cranston? That's Brian Cranston. Look how young! We've had to amputate his right arm. What? Both his legs are crushed. His spine snapped. You were a bad doctor. Never walk again. A piece of metal lodged in his head no. and it's severed the Why does he think he's going to make it? Because he has a will to live. Check it out. It's so unbelievable. No. No brain scan is normal. Heart is very. Okay, strong. I got to stop watching Brian Cranston. Listen, listen. That's uh, broken ribs. Lacerations, minor injuries that will heal with time. But the rest, but, I'm afraid there's not much longer here. No. No. There's something I can do. Yeah, I can make him bionic. Listen, listen. Carl, it's killing me. It's killing me. Because that's the JV. He's Boy, not going to make it. You don't know about bionic. What are you saying? Well, you know what? We got we we got some upper friends in upper places, pal. This doesn't involve you. We can totally bionify this guy. I don't know. I'm I'm just a hospital doctor, a country hospital doctor. I've never heard of this bionification. Country city hospital doctor. I'm just a country city hospital doctor. <laughs> just a country city hospital doctor lawyer. Yeah. Well, don't worry. We'll, we'll get some bionification specialists in the hospital to, to do it. We don't need you. Bionic size here. Oh man, 
I mean, again, these suits are just like it's just we take it for granted they were worn, a, but no one wears these suits. Well, not today, of course. Not today. The the um, Ugh. I remember used to dress used to dress properly to go to school, and then in our generation, it was easy, you know, it was just like you'd have a collar shirt and jeans. You know what I mean? It would be like you could dress what, but nowadays, it's they've got sweatpants and. <laughs> pajamas sure. i'm not kidding flip-flops I, it's all good i rocked the sweater with the, the the collared shirt poking out yeah me too yeah oh look at this bionics yeah, this stuff's gonna be out of date and they're gonna have to like fix it and so he's under you know plus how much do they like lease it does like steve have to pay the government like you know once a month to to have in their mortgage Look, they're going to put in – I don't think so. I think they just paid it out right, and now we own you. Yeah. Uh, put in the eye. Yes, put in the eye. This is the moment we all waited for, the bionification, right in process, right? Yeah. We never saw – Charles is doing it. Oh, I mean, here we go. Uh, here we go. Steve? I want to show you my coffee cup. What is it, doctor? Really, six hundred dollars, six million dollars in nineteen eighty-seven money? <laughs> That's so cheap. No, it was nineteen seventy-three dot money. It should be at least seven point five million. What was the story that Ben Stiller was going to do a movie version, and then in fact the movie version called like the Six Billion Dollar Man or something? I always hear like. Interesting. I don't know if it's true. He was a test of shit, but I didn't. I didn't you know, he might have always a movie. I don't remember this guy. The doctor. Rudy Wells. Yeah. What was he in? Like, he was always the doctor who would, you know, they would go in for a bionic checkup. You know, he was the guy. That's so funny. Oh, uh, he's probably the sexiest guy in this movie. Look at the sweat, the chest hair, the mustache. <laughs> well, yeah, he's been in surgery, so he has sweat. Now, yeah, sure. of course, your hair, your your chest hair is always sticking out during surgery. This guy authored two books fiction books he uh wrote plays and had them produced and stuff he this guy was for real lee majors is rocking some chess hair too but yes. he never wrote any plays though no 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 son i heard that your eye right hand legs <laughs> and spine have been repaired here's another like ridiculous thing he wakes up and he's like you've made me a freak I mean, but, you're not my father. Don't you? I mean, why doesn't the bionic woman and six million dollar man feel the same way? They were dead men, and then that's suddenly. What, that's what they say in this. It's not believable. When you woke up, you were mad, and then Jamie's going to go to Steve. Did you expect him to react any other way? I mean, right. this guy—he wasn't ever going to walk again. This is a good thing. But he, I don't know. He could have been dead, right? But they revived him. Would he no, live? Uh, it was, no. Uh, when Brian Cranston was working on him, they were just, it was an emergency room visit. They were just saving gotcha. his life. Gotcha. He wasn't going to die. He was just going to be paralyzed. And... Did they need to, to, to repair him, quote unquote? Well, they certainly Weird. didn't they need to give him, him a laser eye. 
Oh, I can't wait for the laser eye. This is like when you're a kid, you have to wait till the 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock hour for the fucking laser eye, right? It's not going to happen till 1030. Well, yeah, it's going to come. It's going to come a little late. It is. It is. Yeah. We're going to see it really late. Uh, So he's going to be at the clinic getting better and uh, rehabilitating. And they're going to say like, he's going to go, I have a laser eye. And he goes, oh, really? Yeah. My youngest son has a lazy eye. And we (laughs) try to cope. No, not a lazy eye. (laughs) <laughs> lazy eye, laser eye. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Lazy eye. The term so we, we don't really. He just said you lost me. You you lost a son today. Brutal. And she's like, of course he said that. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It must be cold in there. Because because of her nipples. So <laughs> I I um. Remember I said before, she happens to be like a physical therapist and a psychologist. Right. You know, just happens to be one in case your son gets hurt and needs physical therapy. Maybe from her own experience. Her own experience. Oh, this is all a coincidence. It's a coincidence that his son had the same horrifying accident. Right. Now, look, here's the glass factory. And guess who broke out of jail in his three-piece suit? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So casual. Who wore that in 1987? Look, he popped his collar. Weekend at Bernie. Look, ah, I'm a bad guy. <laughs> now, excuse me, I got to go to the next lot and do my other show. I have a Love Boat episode in 10 minutes. <laughs> Hi, I'm going to be your psychologist. I'm going to pretend that I'm resisting. She was, during the series, she wasn't a therapist, but physical therapist. She was working in the military, right? Like a certain branch? She was a OSI agent. Um, Oh, OSI, right, with Brock Sampson from Venture Brothers. (laughs) I guess, with Oscar Goldman. Oscar Goldman, yeah. No, their, their fake CIA is called OSI. That's what it's called. Gotcha. Um, 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 a little heart to heart. So Lee Majors too rocks this scene. This is a good scene for him. It doesn't say here what was her profession as a. But she was in the military or something, right? She had assignments. Like, it's just interesting that had they made a series, she'd be a therapist in the run. <clears throat> I just don't see. For your consideration, Carl, the montage I... rehabilitation. I always just remember her as a secret agent. Yeah, secret agent is cool. I like how like secret agents and expensive, you know, they just get to retire, go on a fishing boat. Yes, with that they bought with their own. Oh, there's here you go, son. Here's the plate. Right, it's I use now. Look, it's getting better. Is there music? Why did I ask? Oh, it's so eighties. It's so eighties. Hey, they can rebuild him, Carl. Rebuild him. Nine miles per hour. Uh oh. Thank you. Oh, he's getting much better. Look at that. He does. Wow, you bionic it off. The old treadmill. 
Whoa, 25 miles per hour. And it's nothing. 37? 38? Oh, let's see. Sound effect. Where's my sound effect? No, it's, he's not that kind of bionic. He doesn't run in slow motion either. You'll see. 268 he's... miles per hour. I don't believe that. That was sped up. So he's a sped what... up bionic man. Look, he's he wants out. So what will this immature bitch do? He'll laser eye the door. I would break the door open. What would you do, Carl? Um, I don't know. I don't think I'd be so immature as to laser door an eye because he wants to go through it. Now, how does lasers work again? Do they stop at a certain point and cease to exist, or do they keep going through stuff? They go on in forever. They go on until they are stopped, like any beam of light. All right. So that doesn't go through the door and then go through the floor and then go it through does. the bottom? It does. Yeah. Well, okay. Light goes on to something, and it bounces off of it. Lasers do the same thing, but, I mean, they, they're hot and they have energy, right. so they shoot through stuff. But if it hits, I don't know, lead, I don't know, it'll bounce. Whoa, I got a knife. And I'm a Bernie. I'm a Bernie. I'm a living Bernie. This I'm is Weeknight at Weeknight with Bernie. A prequel. A prequel. You're going to my beach house. What? I'm just, I work in the mailroom and I'm his buddy. Now, why uh, does she have Scrabble on her desk? Just blade and crap. I don't know. It's because it, it's uh, what you do. You play Scrabble in the office. Oh, you know what? She's this therapist's room. You know, there's different games. There's Candyland. He's got a Springsteen shirt. Look. Yeah. So 80s. 87? It, it's um, born in, born the, in the U.S. Yeah. yeah. Carl's from New Jersey. And I'm I'm from New Jersey, so we you know this stuff. You are from New Jersey, Mike. I am you from New, New Jersey. Yeah, absolutely. Give me some wise potato chips. It's been decades. <laughs> some Uts. 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 U-T-Z, Jim. I'm sure you guys don't have Uts potato chips, right? Sometimes you see them in the hipster stores. Really? Yeah, I've seen Uts once in a while, but I don't see wise. You've seen Uts? That's nuts. Yeah, we certainly have Ys here. Well, I have some nuts. Uh, right, you want to see them? These nuts. Uh, these nuts. Oh no, I'm these I'm wise right to that. You want to play some scribble? Our lawyers told us that it is now scribble. The game of scribble is such a ripoff. You open it up, and there's pads of paper and notes. <laughs> you know, there's pens. Yeah. There's no board. There's no tiles. Yeah, you write the instructions, directions. You write some shit. Personally, I could not read the instructions to the game of Scribble. It was just like encipherable. It was just kind of like smudges. It wasn't even like, you know, it was a bunch of lines. <laughs> oh, now, I found a diamond. It's a, it's a glass, and that's going to lead to that they're at a glass factory. It's so stupid. Okay. Oh, you mean the Los Angeles County glass factory? Right. Now, what she just told him was... There's this guy, he was like a prisoner, and so that they wouldn't go crazy and they couldn't control him, he used to just pretend he was building a clock. And he knew everything about the clock. It was very intricate or whatever. And when he got released, he really made it, and it's in the museum at Langley Air Force Base. And so 
He's going to put it into his head a motorcycle, repairing it, fixing his motorcycle, taking the engine apart, putting it back together. So if he ever gets captured by kidnappers, maybe who work for Fortress and it's Martin Landau, he'll have uh -huh. something to deal with the torture and isolation. Well, wow, he really set himself up all right. And I got a 401k plan set up. It'll help me in the future. Things are looking <laughs> up for me. Now Jamie's going to reveal that she's bionic. He didn't know? Nope. Uh-oh, music. Secret. Now, look, her boobs are not bionic. You see that, right? Right, take a look. Look at him when they... Oh, look at Son of a bitch. So watch how he runs. He, he's the what? new bionic. Creepy. Look at the boobs, no Mike. Look at her boobs. I'm looking. Mike, I'm okay. looking, all right? All right. Fine. Now, he surpasses her boobs because his bionics are more recent, and he does blurry stuff. And then, he's, then he stops. Yeah, because it's tiring. A nice park. Okay, now, oh, that's it. Nope. They're not going to move for the rest of the film. This, this is a final fight scene where all three of them attack Martin Lando, right? You're right. In the final fight scene, we will see her boobs jiggling again. Jesus but for a long time, we're not going to see it. Okay, I'm sorry, Mark. Well, no, that's the whole point of 70s television, right? Like, how many seasons was Bionic Woman? How many that's seasons why Farrah Fawcett made a great... Company. Yeah. Farrah Fawcett had a... Example... Now he's needling her about liking her, his father. Okay. Now, Frank, astronaut Frank Poole is, we're, you know, he's really like a double agent kind of guy, and we don't know it yet. And well, he works for Fortress. Right. And Rudy Wells will be kidnapped. Oh, Dave Bowman. That's the 2001 guy. I Dave remember. Bo Dave Bowman. Bowman. Yeah, I bet you Frank Poole was like, God damn it. Why couldn't I have been? I might just have a cameo in this movie. I could have been Dave Bowman. I could have been a star. Uh oh, fast motion, new, new school, new school bionics. Let's watch a full length. You mean you're gonna shoot her? Just yeah, comedian. If Sit you don't the stage, if you don't come quietly, we're gonna shoot a blind lady. Hey, if you don't come quietly, I'm gonna take your girlfriend on a trip that she'll never. What are you doing? Writing a novel? You have a gun to her. I get it. So you're the famous Steve Austin kid with the bionics. Come on. That's probably what sold the, the show. He's right. just a microchip off the old block. Look at how he Maybe his mind needs a bionic reinforcement. Fortress, Miles Penny. Got his hair. Know me. I'm Fortress. 
no animals were harmed during the shooting of this guy's hair, the henchman's hair. <laughs> like he slept through the whole thing on that guy's head. We'll cut to him in a second. Yeah, it looks like he's wearing a squirrel. <laughs> and okay, Martin squirrel. Has eyebrows too. Oh, Martin Landau always had those. Look at that squirrel. Look at that squirrel. They called him Cocaine Squirrel because he would give cocaine to the actors afterwards. He sold cocaine after the set. My son was like, I'm going to Cocaine Bear, and he's like a senior in high school. And I was like, I don't know if I like that. Goddamn, come on. All my friends are going. I was like, Cocaine Bear? It's rated R. And so he goes, he says it was extremely fun. So I had a little talk with him, like, cocaine's bad. You know that, right? You see what cocaine makes you do, right? But, when you yeah, eat a whole I, kilo of it. So now we it's, see that the OSI guy is really fortress. Oh, double, double, double. Uh-oh, here's the TV guy from the 80s. He'll... What? Wow, so he's talking normally. Just facts, ma'am. Is he us? Is he the ironic teenager from the 80s who's quoting TV shows from two decades prior? It's totally no, tubular. He's a cuckoo. I think I looked like that when I was 12. No, no I graduated the, high school. One of the things they would say in the pitch meeting, like to make a pilot for whatever, is that he could he would be a air force pilot because top gun was super popular at this very second and they wanted to soak off of that and get a fighter guy in the six million dollar man too so he says would you please draw the picture of the man you saw and then this guy is a perfect sketch artist it, it huh. plays into the plot they're like this i know this guy you think this plot point is too sketchy right very nice. Yes. You got what I was saying. I don't have to draw you a picture. But I did anyway. It says he lives in a boat with a staircase. Yeah, that's his retirement boat. It's his home. Ew. Does it smell like mildew? Oh, look at that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know him. He writes the editorial uh, column for the <laughs> blog. I saw uh, I saw uh, featured a profile on the top of uh, Wall Street Journal. It was all pinpoint. We have two Star Trek connections in this film. One is astronaut Frank Poole. He was in the pilot episode of Star Trek. Oh, the pilot no, one? No, he wasn't. He wasn't in the pilot. He was in the second Star Trek episode, which was like a, a let's try it again pilot. Gotcha. Now, Lindsay Wagner was like a model in Los Angeles, and she got on, like, she was on Playboy After Dark, and that's put uh, her on TV. She was on The Dating Game in 69. So was Farrah Fawcett. They all were. Um, in 71, she signed a contract with Universal Studios, and then she started being on TV shows, you know, Night Gallery and Marcus Welby, MD, Rockford Files, stuff like that. So they liked her in Rockford Files, and that's what got her noticed for this. Um, do you remember that show, The Paper Chase? There was a movie. Sure. Was yeah, that was uh, John Hausman. 
She was the daughter of. Oh, John Houseman? Yeah. Oh, look at that. He got beat up by Ionic Blood. Yeah, and now he's going to go, I'm sorry, I've got to redo my motorcycle. It'll probably oh, take got two guns more. at him. He's going in the closet. I'm going to lock the door this time. You can't. That'll stop him. He was much better in surf, too. That was, well, his was big he? Well, now, Weekend the Bernies, was that 87 as well? I don't remember, but it was 80s. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember. So now they went to the glass factory and they're going to, they have to spend the night in the same hotel room. Why? 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 He, Why he is that? His, uh, he needs his jeans pleated. I don't know. So the thing is, they don't take advantage of this, like, rekindle their love and romance. Instead, they're like, you stay on your side of the bed. and But meanwhile, they really like each other, and it's it's terrible TV stuff. Now, you noticed they had dinner at the restaurant again for the third time. <laughs> oh, my own story. They're going to go into a bionic slumber. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, we're indoors. You could take your leather jacket off. You know what? I'll, I'll step outside. Turn it up. Turn it up. Turn it up. Listen to this speech. Do you love this country? I do. Sick. All right, that's enough. It was that was Thank his. Thank you. He goes, "Do you love this country? I do." And then he does his speech. He's like, "I don't understand this. Why is Weekend Burning looking the other way? He's sitting on the desk and he's just staring at the wall. Is that <laughs> the style right now? I don't oh, no, know. He's looking it's now. Weird. He's looking now. Now he is. Yeah." That was weird. You're going to tell me everything you know about your bionics, or I'm going to keep on torturing you. Do you remember those Philofax, those little cards behind them yeah. for the phone yeah. cards? When you went into someone's office and you saw one of those, did you ever look at them? And where did you, what, what name would you look for? So th those were just the, you know, like contacts or whatever. Yeah. But a lot of times, only like a quarter of them would be written on. You know, those other ones are blank. Yeah, right. They keep it. it looks uh, like you have all these contacts. <laughs> Rolodex. No, that was. The no, Rolodex was like your pocket keeper as an adult, right? Like if it was a leather case that you would keep your appointment book and your your phone book. No Rolodex. No, maybe you're right. It is a Rolodex. It's the one where it has like, the phone cards. There were those IPAs, right? In personal. Right. Oh, yeah. It would be like a mini computer in your hand. IPAs. But it like was really important because you would have to input everything and keep it current. Okay. They're going to the glass factory now, so we're going to see like 15 minutes of shoot 'em ups. That's good. And I heard the sound effect. Nice. <laughs> nice touch. <laughs> he doesn't go ouch when he touches that gun. 
Yeah, because only one him. of his hands, is, arms is bionic. Where's the ammo, ammo in this movie? Ammo. Oh, where's the explosives? Who owns the explosives? U.S. government explosives. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna get my book. Oh no, he's got an explosive. Before we have explosives. Before, right? Yeah, right. He, he probably went in there and said, "Damn it! Why didn't I bring my own explosives?" How much? So this movie's over in ten minutes. Ten seconds. <laughs> oh, ten minutes. Okay. Oh, is it ten seconds? Wait, do I hear a bomb going off? Being this set? is so weak. She just walks in in like her eighties casual clothing. It, it's just completely dumb. So she's now, caught. Oh, no, there's... These are uh, Steve's kids' friends, and they're pretending to be drunks. Right, as one does. Uh, yeah, you know, it's the eighties. Just carload of drunks. He goes, "All right, fuck it then." There's so many carloads of drunks that drive by the glass factory. Yeah. Just another day. Uh oh. <laughs> this biotic man. Listen, guys... squirrel head. Don't call me Squirrelhead. Do you think part of the success of the show is that he does look like a stuntman anyway, Lee Majors? Well, so that's he... what the fall guy was. He was a former stuntman who had fallen yeah. to his features. There's there goes Jamie, but it's her it's they like... can't land on their feet like that. That would kill. Yeah, it would hurt. Now, why would she do that? Ow! Ow. What the fuck? Oh, <laughs> All right. Well, why don't you leave the room? I can't. Jump, 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 jump. The invention guy can't leave his lab at all. They can meet in a public place and they can give right. him like another device, but they, they can't, you know. OSI. So now they're not CIA, they're FBI all of a sudden. Right. Ah, my feet. It seems so painful, these stunts. Look, ouch, my knees. Bernie's guy. Now watch what his laser eye will do. Was it burn the handcuffs? Chink. The blind do, 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 do. Now look at his bionics. I can't do that. He's fast motion. Everything else is standing still. They can only do this where there's no other person in the room. That's right. Or the effect won't work. because it's There's no cars driving around. They're just like, this will work. Let's stop motion it. Okay. Now, jump. Down. I've been bloodlessly shot. It's the fakest. How? Pull him! Pull him out of here for safety. Ouch! You're dragging me on the cement floor, and the oh, movie's yeah. over. Oh, Thank yeah. you guys for watching. Oh! God, that's so intense. They're right there. Ouch! Yeah. Ouch! Ouch! Super in the real world, hot. Super hot. Ouch! In the real world. Now, Mike, they're stuntmen who do it for a living, and they're paid to do it, and it's a career. They're not being you. tortured. They're not being tortured. 
You're there was not being tortured. This part. So I understand, but there's there's probably different guidelines now. Yes, those sparks should not land on him. Yeah, and you shouldn't really. Sh <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's the reason why you watch TV. You want to see this. Get your fill. Steve, it's Lee Major's <sighs> kid. I don't want to kill him. I hear that. What? Dad, I was doing just fine, Dad. I, I saw what you were doing. You saw me. You were in Montana. <laughs> With my bionic guy. Oh, I got hurt Ooh. on the knee. Right, dropping by. Uh-oh. Now, the guy he fought within the bar saves him. Way to go. Uh, I'll do anything for you, sir. He goes, dude, 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 dude. You he have bionic gun. Oh, he was doing that with his mouth. <laughs> right. Yeah, they probably do make the noises when they run. Uh, that was great, Lee, but you... Ow. You're under arrest, double crosser, who's really... He shot him in the wrist? No, he oh, he shot the gun out of out of his hand. Yes. Whoa! Uh, right on the feet. Ouch! Oh, a lot of prop guns. <laughs> I uh, nice mustache. I chop. <laughs> you think that's a fake mustache? It's the same stunt guy from the last scene. Maybe. I think so too. Oh no. no, no, my squirrel's gonna wake up. Don't wake up my squirrel. Cocaine squirrel. <laughs> wow, oh. that looks painful, right? Oh. Whoa. Oh. Fantastic jump. <laughs> Carl, I have a question. Why would she jump to the edge of the uh, platform? Wouldn't she just jump over that and land? Right, right, and land safely, securely. It could be because she was really jumping backwards and she was on I, the I, edge. It could be. I'm not saying it was. Because if it was Black Adam, anything is possible. Just use some CGI and have him just land perfectly. You now wouldn't watch. have to and hurt. All right. Now, he's going to get shot, but he laser eyes him. What, right in the heart? In yeah, the groin, I thought. You didn't kill him, did you? No, I can control the intensity of the beam. Cool. How? Yeah. I bet you wish you had one. Again. So what do you mean the intensity of the beam? You hit him with a hit him in the chest with a laser beam? Well, it just was kind of bonky. It didn't go through him. What use your bio? Here, let me show you how I control my laser eye. Brain, not so hard on him. Pew. <laughs> Pew. Does he have a venue in his head that, that picks like out of the 10 of the pain? Well, you saw him squeezing his hand, right? Didn't you see him like squeezing his hand? Oh, so he does it like that. So this is I like a 10 pain, 9 pain. You are surrounded by OSI. Rudy Wells has a gun. Rudy Wells has a gun. I'm so ashamed. 
No OSI paparazzi shots, please. Perp walk. They're going to go up to him. Why are your hands up? Are you here to promote Ed Wood? <laughs> I was in the original Mission Impossible. <laughs> All right, this is right. I'll see you uh, next fall. So we're wrapping up. The Southern California. And to the many adventures we'll have week after week. Yeah, now the well, thing is, this guy must have been so disappointed that it didn't become a series, right? Well, I mean, how many pilots that never make it on the TV, whether it's a TV, a movie, actor, pilot setup? But it is on the TV, you know what I mean? And the promise was. Far. You know, he gets to eat at these nice restaurants. Now, he's a Star Trek connection. He was on Star Trek Enterprise, which wasn't the greatest series, but he was there. He would not, he would, he was in Get the Gringo with uh, Mel Gibson. But well, not Get the Gringo. I enjoyed that. I don't know. He would go on to be like on Melrose Place, Dynasty, Baywatch. DJ Hooker, you know, he 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 did he could have become a superstar, but he was just a working actor. Right. That's cool. Yeah, well that's pretty cool. It's good to know. No, I'm just saying if this thing had been a pilot, we might all know it. Like he might have been But I don't think honestly, I don't think this show would have lasted. With the return of the first off, Think long term. How many seasons would the return of the Bionic Man and Bionic Woman last? Well, well no, the season pilot, four. No, yeah, the what would the show was be? The kid. He was gonna. But what would they call it? That Bionic Kid. Yeah, I don't know what oh, they right. would call okay, it. Yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be named after the TV movie. It wouldn't be season three of Return of the Six Million Dollar Man and yeah. Bionic Woman episode four. Right. They would go on yeah. to do two other movies though. The Bionic Showdown and Bionic, and Bionic Ever After? Yeah. Question mark? That's See? the one I think we should have watched. All right. Well, maybe another time. Don't you Isn't... dare, Michael. What, don't you want to see the further adventures? I guess I would do it, but... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know. The movie's not over yet. We're acting like the film's done. It is. It is done. Look, they're at the same Look, place. They're at the same fucking place. Don't... Keep walking, lady! Keep walking. Don't come in here with your window breaking. Go for it. Totally. What? So I'm going to have to ask you to leave? <laughs> oh, well, that oh, barrel is in the way. embarrassing. Uh-oh, there's Donkey Kong. Where's my... Have you seen my barrel? I left it right here. Hey! Wow. You can't just you, barrel you. through here. Brian Cranston. All right, well, we want to thank Dave D Entertainment for posting this video. Yeah. For us without the commercials. Carl, what did you think of this movie? It was horrible, terrible. It was stinky. The only reason it was fun is because we used to be $6 million men fans and Bionic Woman fans, so... Yeah, that's right. It's a little, it was fun and because it was nostalgia at the time because it was yeah. a return of, and now it's nostalgia now. And if you haven't even heard or seen it, this right. is a 
fair enough place to start. It just doesn't make any sense. They're the all three. Yeah. Ten Maybe. years. It, it, this was ten years after the show got canceled. Right. Show. That's the thing. It's yeah, see, they got to distance themselves from the explosion. Though they did put a legal notice at the end. Mm-hmm. Purely fictional, and no way did we blow that shit up. No way did we reveal OSI's identity or any of that information. Yeah, right, we didn't blow. We got the footage. Like, yeah, well, there was some military issues. I guess um, Top Gun, they had the, the approval. You know, the, the Army always has to approve that shit anyway. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. They're not like a casino where they could do whatever they want. Carl, I thought this was a piece of shit. Oh, uh-huh. It was just really hard to watch. Yeah, and I like the stunts were cool, but they looked super violent. I hope those guys were okay, or they they talked to their union and they cleared that up. Right. The next time it wouldn't uh, be so chaotic for the Bionic the Man. And yeah, and I wish they brought up the fact the government owns them. All the O three. <laughs> but but he was retired. He was retired and Jamie wasn't working for them. She was a physical therapist psychologist. Oh my God. Uh well, I think that was uh yeah, it wasn't that great. But uh, we wanted to thank you because we wouldn't be able to watch a bad movie if it wasn't with uh, out an audience and because uh, sometimes you need someone else in the room to watch a really <laughs> shitty movie. You know, and so we're glad that we were able to watch this movie with you and you watched it with us. We'll be, I am typing frantically on my PlayStation 4, Carl, the name of next movie. Oh. Uh, yeah. <coughs> so I don't have a audio thing. Thunderground is telling me. Should I type in Thunderground? No. no Thundercats Thunder- Ago is our movie Thunder- uh, next week. Oh, and this is actually, we're going to break tradition. Argo trailer. What's it called? Thunderbirds are go. Thunderbirds? Is Thunderbirds one word? Uh, yes. Why don't I know that? They didn't teach me that in school. Okay, there Thunder... is Thunderbirds are go Wait. official trailer number one. Okay. And Shane Rimmer movie is... No, no, no. That's the... The trailer is called Rotten Tomatoes Classic Trailers. The channel we like is called Rotten Tomatoes Classic Trailers. Wow, that's a lot of presumption. All right. Uh, I have Bob. Let me go find Thunderbirds. One word: Argo. Official trailer number one. And you said it's hosted by Rotten Tomatoes Classic Trailers. Oh, I don't see that. Maybe I should go back. Sorry, guys. As we do this, this is because we're live in the studio. Uh, fudge. Space trailer. Sorry. Trailer. I want to get that Rotten Tomato one playing. All right, I see it, sir. Uh, let me go ahead and hit play and then hit pause. Ooh, I got a commercial. I'm gonna let this commercial for uh, the movie commercial, trailer commercial. Commercial. All this right. This will be our only sponsor. Hey, you ever? Uh, don't show it. Which one do you pause? have? I have I, I have IV Builders. Oh, I don't know what commercial I had. I... <laughs> it doesn't even go register in your brain. Okay, uh, we want you to watch the commercial. Make sure you don't notice it. It just goes right into your back of your brain. And then once you the actual trailer, which is a commercial, plays, hit pause, move to zero, zero, zero. And at the count of, and when we say go, like our delightful celebrity comedian up front said, <laughs> uh, go ahead and press go. Three, two, one, go. Excitement is gold. Adventure is 
Danger is no! Go. Danger is oh, there's Ringo. Ringo is go. Whoa. Yes. What? What? Our, our what? Wait, who are these people? These are the Thunderbirds. There's a guy named Dr. Brain. What? Okay, he just told me where it was. Uncharted, Michael. That's so secret. Look out. Who's Gary Anderson? What? What? Pass. Pass. <laughs> I'm going to rock out. I'll go to the stars to rock out. I... Look how cool they are. They're all chiseled. With Carl, them. I'm greedy. I'm not sharing the danger. Ugh. Blah. Antechnoscope. Blah. And they're birds. What the? Directed by David Lane. Universal Studios. Wow, that's the loudest thing I ever heard in my life. United Artists. Birds go. So this was a TV show, I guess, from England, and you don't now know it's it? a movie. I you know don't it. know it? Yeah, I know it. I I never seen it, but I know it. You never saw and it, and okay. that's why I'll be researching this movie myself. Uh, this week we're doing the old switcheroo next week, uh, and I will be Carl. <laughs> you have you seen this film? Oh, I I don't know if I saw the film, but I used to be a big fan of Thunderbirds as a little little kid. Uh, I've it's never puppet. seen a Thunderbird. Wow. I'm aware of it. I'm aware of the cultural incident, but this would be a case where I would have to research it going blind because I have no idea. I've never seen the Marionettes before. Okay. So, but you have, so you can tell me whether or not I got it right. <laughs> As if I know. I was a little yeah. kid watching. Do you ever see that one? Uh, it was like, uh, America, fuck yeah. Do you remember sure, that? Team America, World Please. It's, yeah, of course. It's, it's a parody of that. It's got to be based on. Yeah, no, it's a parody of it for sure. Also, who was the one he passed away? He was um, Chet in uh, the. Um, oh, there Bill was Paxton. a live action Thunderbird. Bill Paxton. Yes, and Bill Paxton was the dad. There was a live, was a action, live Thunderbird action Thunderbirds. Live action Thunderbirds? What the hell's wrong with me? Yeah. All right. Okay, people. So we're going to be watching, and, you know, it's a bad movie, and maybe other people have talked about it before, but it's on YouTube, and I've never seen this before. We'll be watching the theatrically released Thunderbirds or Go from the 60s next week. So check it out. Check out the old episodes, too. Catch up with me. And uh, Carl will let us know we're doing right. We want to thank Mutiny Radio for playing us, for, for, for us being part of Mutiny Radio. You go always check it at mutinyradio.fm. Carl, submissions are being accepted for the Mutiny upcoming 2024 Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Another so one? Out, well, we, we just had one in March. No, we so just had one next year. Ne no, for this year. For this year. No, you're wait, absolutely wait, right. Wait, yeah, is... it would be in October. It's October the first. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. But, so if you check out muniradio.fm, you're a San Francisco Bay Area comedian, especially, or if you're somewhere around the country, it's available and just send a clip and it's you could check out whatever. Check out the station. They have more information about right. their festival. And those are always the t shirts I wear. <gasps> There's a tentacle from one year uh, when we do our show. How exciting is that? Carl, show me your shirt. Carl can be found at carlsucks.com or carl.sucks if that still works. That nice shirt. 
and you can check them out uh, throughout Ascotti's at uh, Springfield, New Jersey, and you can check me out nowhere. <laughs> what? Somewhere. No. So, oh, plug. oh, I was just on Game Show Network on uh, right. March 29th. March uh, was, 29th, it's coming. It, or it depends on when oh, this airs. This probably airs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you were on. I was, my, I was a contestant on People Puzzler, so uh, check that out. Maybe it's online. March 29th episode. Uh, it might be on our channel. Let's find out. It is on your channel, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. BBR, yeah, yeah. On LWAFLMOYT, you might see a promo. Let's see what happens. All right, fingers crossed. Maybe hear it up front. Okay, we'll see you next week because Thunderbirds are go. Thanks, Carl. Thanks, audience. See you next week. o'clock everybody you're listening to mutiny radio.fm in sf we're here for the happy hour yay the happiest hour of two hours ish of comedy every friday at six o'clock we've got comedians from everywhere they're gonna do jokes and it's gonna be fun and we all love stage time and it's great and uh thanks for donating everybody mutiny radio at venmo thanks for giving us money helping us stay alive yay so that we can help you help us Cool. Oh, the sounds of, I love, there is like a little bit of sour cream on your cheek and I've just never, okay. It's cute. You know, that's the thing is errant food on a young man. So cute. On an old dude, gross. <laughs> right? If you see an old man with like sour cream on the bottom of his lip, you want to vomit. But if you see it on like Peter Struckmeyer, you're like, oh yeah, baby doll. I just opened by, but it's, ah, I should have turned your mic up for that. You guys can guess the punchline. Put your hands together for your first comedian of the night, everybody. It's Dan Lewis. Yay! How's it going, guys? What's up? All right. We're rocking it here today. How we doing? How we doing? Cool, cool. What do we got here today? I see. Brady Pearson. Tim. T I know everybody's name in the entire crowd. This is exciting for me. So it's good. My my mulleted friend right there. That haircut, by the way, that is an insult to the bald man right there. <laughs> to waste precious resources like that, that is not fucking right, man. More like child molester in the front, child molester in the back. 
child molester on his upper lip. Actually, I don't think people should suspect uh, Connor. No, no, parents should ha not have a problem with him because it's like, no child molester is going to dress that on the nose, you know? <laughs> Honey, why did you let that guy take our kid camping? I don't know, just, you saw the haircut, fanny pack full of lollipops, a little on the nose. I guess we'll find out on Monday. Okay. Uh, just wanted to make fun of my friend a little bit um, before I started. I wasn't ready. Yeah, I am. It sucks being bald, man. I had to f it just kind of sucked. People asked me, people were asking me all after the Oscars about my opinion just because I'm a member of the bald community. Uh, I don't really have any strong feelings about it, but I, I really did enjoy being in exactly the same category as Jada Pinkett Smith in the civil rights struggle. That was fun. If I ever see her, I can be like, fight the power. That's pretty cool. People, my friends are like, that's different, man. She's got alopecia. That's different. And I'm like, how's it different how you got here, okay? We're at the same spot. We wound up in the same place. That'd be like if you're missing a foot. You saw another guy who was missing a foot. You're like, hey, I know how it is, brother. He's like, yeah, diabetes. And you're like, no, train accident. And he's like, I guess you don't know how it is then. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> you guys ever notice how people are, so many people are like, uh, almost proud of not being able to do math. They'll be like, oh, 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 oh you know me, and don't make me do math. I can't do math. No one ever does that for other disciplines. You know, no one ever goes, oh, 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 you know me, I'm reading. Don't make me read. I can't read. I can't read, you guys. Trying to date responsibly, bought some condoms the other day, got some magnums. Yeah, I got some, bought some mediums and some smalls, too. I base it on the size of the vagina myself. That's right. You've heard that one. Okay. I was, oh, I was, what I was trying to do is think of a, a, a another tag for it where I'd go, uh, uh, based on the size of the vagina, uh, I'm like a goldfish. I just grow the size of the tank. And the, uh, I like, I'm trying tank right now. But yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> and then I'm going to say, and then I was going to say, and then I was going to say, uh, and having sex, she's like, oh, you're so big. And I'm like, don't pin this on me. Uh, yeah. Or, or uh, oh, you're so big. And I'm like, sorry, you had to find out this way. No, it's not. I'm not, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Okay, I'm sorry. Thanks for the feedback. I appreciate it, you guys. I, don't know. I had a, I, I did have a story that I wanted to tell about a, a, another comic friend of mine, a guy, a guy you, might, you guys might know. He was over at my house in the backyard, and we were having, uh, we were having some drinks. Marcus, Marcus Howard was having, we were having some drinks. And Marcus, okay, let's just say, Mar you know, Marcus maybe sounds a, a little whiter than he is. I don't know. Does that, does that checking out with anybody? He sounds like Professor Frank from The Simpsons, Marcus. Okay, and he's out there in the backyard just dropping N-bombs in my neighborhood, right? Left, left and right. And I got high fences, okay? So all I know is the neighbors just hear some dude who sounds white saying the N-word over and over again. And I'm like, Marcus, you want to fucking cool it a little bit, man? <laughs> He's like, listen, man, that's, 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 that's our word. I'm allowed to say that word as much as I want. And I'm like, all right, fine. I can't take it away from you, but could you maybe blacken it up a little bit when you do it? <laughs> I... <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, sorry. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. Dan Lewis, everyone. That's a funny new story. That's lovely. Uh, yeah, comedy is truth. Your next comedian is the one with the mullet. I call him the jizz master. Clap your hands in a wild slappy like motion for Connor Lawsdale. Yay. Oh, the music stopped. Yeah, jizz master. That's what the kids call me down at the school right there. It's reverse psychology. You know, you think it's too on the nose. That's I'm doing that on purpose. Get these, get their guard down. So I can molest children. That's the joke. Okay, what are we doing? What else were you talking about, Dan? I wanted to retort. Yeah, okay, I guess that's all it was. I was just telling Dan about that. I do have a problem with road rage. And I realized that when I, I was in the car, I said this out loud to myself. I, with zero hesitation or thought behind it, I said, I'm going to regret that decision for the rest of my life. And the decision was just to let someone go in front of me. I'll be on my deathbed. <laughs> come, come closer. I shouldn't have let that fucking Prius in. I should have known. It cost me 45 seconds. I don't, I don't have any tattoos. You got anyone here have tattoos? Pam's got a bunch of tattoos. I never got one, you know, I just never, I, I feel weird. I don't want to judge anyone else, but I, I'd feel weird about it. Like, I, to me, it's kind of like you're just like, oh, this tattoo here, this represents how cool I want everyone to think I am. And then this one here, this represents uh, how cool I want everyone to think I am. And th this one here, this represents that I'm a Jew. The Holocaust joke. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It took you a second. I don't even like Holocaust jokes. In fact, I don't even like the Holocaust. If it was up to me, if I had a say in the matter, I would go. I would vote no. Hol no Holocaust. If I, was, if I was back then, I would be like, hey, don't, don't do that to them. Bad. In fact, if I had a time machine, I would go back, I would kill Hitler. Wouldn't you guys do that? A lot of people talk about that. Dan loves talking about it. I thought that was a good idea, but then I thought, what if you go back in time, you kill Hitler, but what if there was another guy that was way more evil and way more efficient? No, he, he, back in Hitler's time, more evil, more efficient, but he just got beat out by Hitler's charisma. You go back in time, you kill Hitler, but that, then that guy takes over. You think you did a good thing, you come back to the future, zero Jews. Just n none at all. Best thing on TV is young Sheldon. <laughs> There's schmegma everywhere. But then we realized that uh, schmegma is this unlimited renewable resource, so it d turned out to be, I guess you got to weigh that one. We don't really know. Is that worth all the Jews, unlimited energy? Okay. There was one more. <laughs> I'm going to put a shirt on. 
You guys ever, fellas, you ever come too fast? When you're jacking off? That's not, that's, that's a sad moment. I, I can't even satisfy myself. Oh. <laughs> All right, guys, my name is Connor. Thank you very much. Connor Lonsdale, everyone. He's going to put a shirt on for his show. <laughs> Next show. It's a hot day, and uh, I w I've always, I someday we'll find out what's in that fanny pack. All right, I know what's in your next comedian's fanny pack. Oh, I was trying to make a weird, I don't know what that meant. Put your hands together for Peter Struckmeyer. It's a metaphor for my asshole. Hello, gentlemen. It's truly just gents and Pam here. Pam, you're like an honorary gay man. It's men and gay men here. Hi. Um, I really enjoy Latin man. Latin men. Latin Latin man. Could you imagine that as a superhero? <laughs> Let's start that over. I really enjoy Latin men. Do we like the Latinos? Latinas? Latinxes? Yes, yes. I think they're very sexy. Uh, I hooked up with a older Latin man from Brazil um, when I was traveling a couple weeks ago. And, you know, he comes back to my hotel room, we have sex, he leaves, he does not spend the night, but he FaceTimes me the next morning and he's like, I miss your smell. I was like, you miss my smell? Like, the fuck is wrong with my armpits? So here I am trying to assess all the pheromones that I'm apparently giving off. Then I learned, or then I realized, there was a Chipotle burrito bowl next to my bed. So this motherfucker thinks that uh, my pheromones are like barbacoa and extra guac. And this happened a couple of weeks ago. This guy has still not taken a fucking hint that I am not going to date him. So every morning, he'll send me a good morning, how did you sleep message. And each day I reply with, pretty good, great, yeah, slept well. And nothing happens until the next day. And then we repeat the cycle over again. Pretty good, yeah, slept well. This morning, though, I'm going to read from my phone for this because I have no new material. Um, he messaged me this morning a childhood fable. Anyone get one of those slide into your DMs? No, just me. So I woke up this morning to a message that's this long. Let's look at my phone here for a second. They spent a day and a night on a small farm belonging to a very poor family. When they returned from the trip, the father asked his son, how was the trip? Very good, daddy. And at this point, I saw the word daddy, and I thought this story was going to go in a different direction. Do you understand the difference between wealth and poverty? Yes. And what did you learn? Asked the father. The son replied, I saw that we have a dog at home. They have four. We have a swimming pool that reaches the middle of the garden. They have a stream that has no end. We have a covered and lit porch. They have an entire forest. At the end of the answer, the father was open-mouthed. What, was he going to blow someone? Without reaction. And the little boy, hugging his father tightly, added, Thank you, Dad, for showing me how poor we are. This little boy may have taught his father the greatest lesson. It all depends on the way you look at things. The things that really matter are priceless. If you have love, friends, family, health, a good mood, and a positive attitude towards life, you have it all. If you are poor in spirit, you have nothing. Yeah, that slid into my DMs this morning. 
Being gay is wild, y'all. I get motherfucking childhood fables in my DMs from strange Latin men that I hook up with. I'm leaving you there. That's been my time. I'm Peter Struckmeyer. Uh, give it up for whoever's next, for Pam, for Yay. Yay, Peter Struckmeyer. Yeah, I had to start dating young Latinos because I was tired of young white guys calling me mommy. All right, your next comedian. He's big daddy in the room. Put your hands together for Tim Taylor. Yeah, daddy, daddy. Great to see everybody. My name's Tim Taylor. I uh, love the w warm weather and celebration and anticipation of it. I actually shaved all my pubic hair. Just shaved it all off. And challenges, I actually have put on weight over the pandemic. And so I had this little pouch here. And so, yeah. And so, like, when I look down, I see the jowly chin of Mitch McConnell looking at me. Like I look down at my pubi pubis and it's just, oh, I've gotten more votes from the great people of Kentucky than any other senator in history. Somehow my pubis is, uh, hates all people but has an Asian fetish. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's slowly growing back so my pubes are kind of wispy. It looks like uh, that uh, poison uh, trickster in that movie, The Princess Bride. Inconceivable! <laughs> uh, you know, I was looking at myself in the mirror the other day without a shirt on, and I noticed I have a before body, for sure, right? <laughs> a before body. But I have after hair. Oh, yeah. You know how guys, like, are really buff? They, like, stretch. All I just do this shit when I'm thinking. Like, I just throw my hair around. That's a, when I say no, I go like this, no. <laughs> oh boy but I, yeah, I'm working on my dating life I, uh, I considered becoming a sugar daddy anybody any sugar are you a sugar daddy you are not no good, good call you ever thought about being a sugar daddy that neither do I so I'm like a fake sugar daddy I'm like a stevia daddy or like a sweet and low daddy there's just there's something about asking telling a woman I'm going to spoil her by taking her to the Nordstrom Rack Cafe it just doesn't hit. <laughs> the Bed Bath and Beyond Bistro. <laughs> the Target Trattoria. Like, it's just I'm not attracting the right kind of women in my life. I see that, and I'm not off book either, which is... Um, do you know, the thing is, I, I have put on weight mostly because I eat my pain, and um, it's because my mom's love language was volume. She just yelled all the time at me. You know what I'm saying? It's just like I'd come home upset from work, and... She would, or upset from work. As a child, I could come home upset from assembling iPhones. <laughs> I fucked that joke up, but it was probably funnier than the actual punchline. And it's like, you know, I, I didn't feel included in my own home. I felt excluded. But I'm actually into inclusion. Actually, Peter mentioned earlier about la Latinos, Latinas. There's that, that saying Latinx. You guys heard that? I'm like, Oh my God, there's like a, a Latin X games? Skateboarder jumping? Oh God, that is, sorry, that joke is borderline racist. Oh, come on. Oh boy, thank you. So, uh, you know, I am sober. I've been sober for 11 years. Okay, thank you. From crystal meth. 
which never gets an applause. And crystal meth, crystal meth is the <laughs> crystal meth is the Ringo star of drugs. It's just, it's just, it has no, it has no thing. And and I, I did get my MBA. I got my Wharton MBA when I was high on crystal meth. MBA. I was mostly a boring asshole when I was in class. But uh, I'll leave you with this: that uh, you know the anybody watch the Grammys? No, of course not. It's getting out of date. Here's the thing. Any fucking award show named after a nickname for a grandma is not going to work. Grammys, yes, no, thank you. I'm Tim Taylor. <laughs> Yay, Tim Taylor. Grammy, I guess I didn't, what did I call my grandma? Grandma, I don't know. Um, I'm old enough to be your next comedian's grandma. Put your hands together for Ian Langlands. Yay! Hey, what's up? I thought I was sixth. Oh, okay. I'm making do. What's up, everybody? Good energy. How are we? We're good. Good. Um, I've been thinking. I I I don't understand why or when we decided that the remedy to help people when they're going through a problem is food. People always buy them food, right? You know, if something bad happens to a family member, or like a loved one. It's always food. Doesn't make any sense. I don't think anyone's ever been eating meatloaf and it's just like, God, this is so good. I almost forgot about my cancer diagnosis. Like that's never happened, right? It's never. Also, the audacity to think your cooking is good enough to make anybody feel better, okay? Because it happened to me a few months ago. My mom, she broke her hip, and we were just flooded with food. It was like a goddamn potluck, but all it was was just a full compost bin because half that shit was inedible. All right? Keep the chicken casserole at home, Janet. You don't know how to season. No one wants it. It's bad. It's not good. And they always ask you, they always ask you the open-ended question. They always ask you, if there's ever anything you need, don't hesitate to reach out. <laughs> right? Always the same fucking question. I want to take advantage of that question next time. Next time I get asked that, I'm going to be like, you know what would make me feel better? A new fucking TV. That's what would make me feel better. The new Obi-Wan show's coming out. I want to watch it in 4K. But the reason why people ask that question is because it gets their guilt off their chest, right? It's just really so they feel better. They don't really want to help. It's just so they feel better. They feel like they're making a difference. But I want to test it. Uh, how far are they willing to go? Next time I get asked, like, if there's any, anything, ever anything you need, don't hesitate to ask. I'm going to be like, you know what would make me feel better? Six ounces of black tar heroin. That's what I want. They'll be like, oh, no, 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 that's not really what I meant. I'll be like, no, 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 you said what you wanted. It would make me feel better. Get on the line with the cartel, Janet, all right? Give them your casserole. Maybe they'll give you a discount. <laughs> I don't know. That's all I got for that. I, um, what was I going to do? Oh, yeah, I'm, uh, you guys ever heard of the phrase toxic masculinity? You ever heard that phrase before? Yes, toxic masculinity. If you want to see it in real time, tell a man he has soft hands. Um, you'll see it up close and personal. Uh, yeah, so if you don't know what it is, it's when a man... He suppresses his insecurities and then f and then asserts dominance over others by becoming, you know, arrogant or rude. I would love a little bit of that. I'm going to be honest with you. I would love just a little bit of it, right? I'm very insecure, just enough so I don't get anxious when I get a phone call, you know? I just want to feel a little more confident. I want to feel a little good. I would, I would use it for good. I wouldn't be an asshole about it, you know? I could take some from someone who's not doing any good, like a Brett Kavanaugh or like a Jake Paul. They're not using it for any good. I want it. 
I see it all the time, toxic masculinity. I see it. It blows my mind. I was at a party one time, and this guy walks in, and he goes up to the first girl he sees, and he goes, you're hot. You're coming home with me. I could never do that in a million years. Never. One time I was in my car, and I saw a beautiful woman walking on the sidewalk, and I glanced up at her respectfully. I looked at her up and down, and then she made eye contact with me, and I audibly said, alone in my car, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know why, but I did. So bad. That's such a beta move. That's what it is. The only time I have a little bit of toxic masculinity is to myself. It's my inner dialogue. It's really what it is. Like if I'm at a restaurant, it'll be like yelling at myself, like, order quicker. The waitress thinks you're a pussy. Tell. I'll see my reflection on the street and be like, I could fucking kick that guy's ass. I could. And then I'm shadow boxing the air like a TL crackhead, you know? And then I lose to myself. That's how weak I am. I lose every time. All right, that's all I got. Thank you, everybody. Ian Langlands. Weak in muscles, but strong in comedy. Yay. I'll take it. I don't know. I didn't. You always have, I don't know what your muscles look like. You were just talking about being weak, and I was trying to be a good host. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm high. Uh, your next comedian, clap your hands together, everybody. It's Dorian Trung. Yay! How's it going, everyone? Uh, I always thought uh, when people died from their addictions are like super cool, and then I realize it's not as cool when I tell people I'm killing myself with food. So I had to give that up. Um, I used to be 300 pounds, and then I lost the weight because I didn't want to work on my personality. You know, I mean, I'm still fat, but, you know, not fat enough for a child to stop me in the middle of the street to make an announcement, you know what I mean? You know, when a kid's like, Mom, look, he's fat. <laughs> Which is always awkward, you know, when you uh, have to hit someone else's kid. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> I'm a, I, have, I have what people call a, a dad bod, but I'm trying to get down to stepdad bod. I just want my body to be good enough to, you know, to impress the single moms, but like messy enough so that her kids knew, know that like her mom, their mom could do better. But she can't. She can't. But I mean, who, who am I joking? I mean, I can't do better either. Like if I wanted to do better, I would have to be rich, and there's no way I could make that happen. I've admitted it. But a stepdad bot is not bad, you know, it's kind of like driving a used Corolla. You know, I get, you're always afraid that I'll die on you, but you know, it's more reliable than you think. <laughs> I, uh, I have a hard time dating. Um, I don't really have a face for a Tinder. My, my face is more suited for like blind dates and arranged marriages. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm like the guy that you match, you know, with your fourth favorite daughter. The lesbian of the family. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, uh, Tinder is is, uh, is very interesting. You know, I feel as a man, it's way easier to catfish people online. You know what I mean? Like, I just I don't even need to use uh, filters or anything. I could just lie to them with words. You know, on Tinder, I say crazy things like I'm a male feminist. You know what I mean? Like saying I'm a male feminist is like a woman telling guys like they don't care about money. Like, almost everyone says it, but, like, none of us actually believe it. Uh, my friend tried to give me some dating advice. He said, uh, look, you just got to be more aggressive. Stop being such a beta bitch. I was like, dude, why'd you got to poke me in the chest so hard? 
Uh, I mean, I, 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 I'm not an alpha male, you know. You know, the ladies might see me and they think like, oh yeah, I could be, I'll be safe with him. But you know, who knows? I'm, I'm built like, uh, you know, one of those home security stickers that you put on the window. Like it might deter most, but if someone breaks in, you'll wish you had the real thing. Yeah. <laughs> what else I have here? Uh, I guess some dark ones would be good about now. I'm uh, I'm quite the hypocrite, you guys. I uh, I really want world peace, but I also really want there to be a drone strike on my neighbors. I because mean, they keep playing the damn music, you know what I mean? Like, I think like unwanted music is probably like the worst thing you could hear from your neighbor. I would almost say it's worse than hearing your neighbor beat their wife. Because a beating only lasts a couple of seconds, and after that, they go through what they call a honeymoon phase, which is Honestly, honeymoon for everyone around them is great. It's so quiet. All right, I think that's my time. Thank you. Dorian Trung, everyone. All right. Uh, I'm going to run around and, and do my time now because we're waiting for a couple people on the list. So, yay. After the misogynist drone strike. Knock, knock. Yeah. Predator drone. Don't answer your door. You're dead. There's <laughs> a predator drone. Do you know anything about predator drones? That was dumb. <laughs> These little flies are like predator drones right now. Who are they going to land on? How are you here? Are you neither of you are comedians? You're just uh, neighbors that are like, we want some comedy. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Thank you for being here. This is very exciting. I feel like we're already friends. I can let you know that I... Uh, my clit is so big, I can use a Cheerio as a cock ring. <laughs> I'm not actually a comedian. I'm just single and not on any dating apps. And so just whenever I see a microphone, I'm like, hey, something could happen. How cute is your dad? How much do you hate your mom? Dang, that's right. I met your mom. She is cool. <laughs> I'm just, I'm shopping to be a stepmom right now. They, <laughs> they say dress for the job you want, and I want to be a stepmom in Walnut Creek. Thank you. Yeah, after this whole month of Women's History Month and being a strong, independent feminist is hard. Just want to be a dependent now. I'm like, can you just? I just put feminism back 40 years, but I don't care. I still, I'm hoping someday there'll be some rich man in in Walnut Creek listening to some strange podcast with his seven and nine year old there, and I don't know. I can dream. I just want. I could just be a nanny, I suppose. <laughs> I don't. In, then I wouldn't have to fuck him. Although maybe sometimes the nanny does. So I. I used to be a nanny. Um, and here's the thing: having sex on top of a baby is not pedophilia, okay? Because the baby's here, and like I'm getting banged from behind. I'm making eye contact with the baby, right? And the baby can only see like 15 inches in front of its face anyway. And just because the baby's first words are. Uh, uh, doesn't make me a bad nanny. <laughs> Makes me a bad nanny. Cool. I used to do this. I used to nanny, and it was great. And the best thing about it is you get like, it's like nanny 2.0. Ooh, it's like this new workout program. Woo! So when you do in the, the baby cart, you like go up the hills, and you keep a pace, and you do this, and then you change your arms so you can get the bye-bye arms when you wave, and it goes bye-bye. And the best part is when your heart rate gets above a certain rate, for 20 minutes, you start burning fat, and I smoke and eat so much weed 
Did I get high? Off my own, I get to the top of the hill with the baby and I'm like, woo we did it. Parents are here, let's play on the playground. I don't even have to smoke, I'm just high. It's fun. Did you know that when you, okay. When you burn your, there's another, this is exciting. I'm not drinking tonight, um, but I do really enjoy drinking and I wanna hang out with a small child because I wanna win the science fair. Uh, and it might not be the most appropriate thing, but it's basic chemistry. So sometimes in the morning, uh, I throw up because I'm an alcoholic. And so I go to the, to the refrigerator and I drink a cup of cold water. Now, if I have a small child and I drink eight ounces of 38 degree water and then I vomit 22 minutes later and the child takes the temperature of the water, how many calories did I burn being an alcoholic? We can have graphs. We can win the science fair. See, you remember basic science. See, yeah! No one ever gets that joke because they're all too dumb. Here's another joke I can never do. Uh, no one reads the Bible. Heathens here. Sodom and Gomorrah. Terrible people. No, it's fine. I, I mean, I, okay. I love reading the Bible, though. I like to mine it for feminist tropes. And there's, I've learned everything I know about feminism from the Bible. Two books, Esther and Ruth. Oh, I love this topical right now. Passover, Esther, the whole thing. How did Esther save the entire Jewish people? How did she do that? Was she clever? Good at sports? A great orator? Nay, she had a hot rack and didn't look Jewy. That was, her name was Hadassah. They changed it to Esther, far less Jewy. One last joke. Uh, I have a fetish for uncircumcised guys, clearly. Yeah, right, yeah, circumcision, his choice, his decision. It's not lop off the tips of our baby's dicks. I mean, Jews do it fine. You got the covenant with Yahweh. He can do whatever he wants with those foreskins, put them on his fingers, eat them off like olives. Calamari on a salad. Yeah, we're thinking, yeah. So maybe you'll know where I'm going with this. I wanna take an uncircumcised guy, I wanna pull up his dick, pull his foreskin up over his dick, put a shot of Jameson in his foreskin. Cause I want whiskey dick for real. Can I finally get what I want? It's twofold. Uh, one, I'm an alcoholic and I like new and sexy ways to drink whiskey, and two, boys are gross. And you have to clean out all that schmegma. Yay! I'm your host back there, Pam Benjamin, trying to make you laugh. This is crazy. Brady, are you ready? All right, fuck yeah. Uh, your jacket today is made, I do not doubt your commitment to Sparkle Motion. It, oh. yeah, you are 100% a believer. Put your hands together, everybody, for Brady Pearson! Yeah. Yay! Oh my God, hi everybody, how are you doing? You too, hi, how are you two doing? It's very excited to have you two here. I, I know Lauren, Lauren is the famed creator of um, Giraffe Corner, a multi-platinum famous little show on YouTube. We should all talk about that, but thank you two for being here. Now does, um, I have a question, does anybody, okay, do you see my shirt, it's, what does it say, like I, Drag, Sanford's eyes. Does anybody here speak homosexual? Because that's what that means. Is that not normal? Okay. Does anybody here speak heterosexual? Because I have some questions for you. If we, I just want us all to get along. Okay. So earlier today, we heard this comedian talk about being an alpha male. Are, any, are there any alpha males in this room? Keith? That doesn't count. She has more balls than all of us. So there's, so there's an alpha. Are, are you a beta then? 
We don't even know. Are you guys, are you straight? Can I ask? I mean, like, you're, both, you're straight, both of you? Oh, okay. Well, that, we'll see about that after the show. I mean, I can work on that. Um, but yeah, so I was thinking, okay, so alpha and, alpha and beta, so one is the more dominant. Is that what it is? Can you help me understand? Is that what it is, Keith? And so beta's more like a bitch, like something like you can put down the beta, right? Okay, so I just want you all to know that like we speak the same terms. I want to give you some gay speak today. We call that, stay with me now, top and bottom. So right, so now if you're a beta, it means I can come and fuck you. Oh, damn it, that didn't come off as crap, but I can still do it. Right, I mean, you're not as excited about that as I am. Okay. All right, that's fine. Started doing comedy a little later in life, and uh, just turned 50-odd, and it's really exciting. I have to say that because what nothing thrills me more than having 30-year-old comics coming up to me and going, or speaking like, oh, my God, I just turned 30. No one else has ever turned 30 before in their lives. They have no idea how it's done. There haven't been novels or written or even a shitty boomer show called 30 fucking something. You have a fucking rule book, you dumb cunts. I am so old that I have probably swallowed your siblings. Your dad was great. He really was, and you're welcome. I mean, you didn't want that inter-sibling rivalry, did you? No. I am doing service to God and the children. This is what I tell myself when I'm sucking cock late at night. Speaking of sucking a lot of cock. So I've been sucking cock for so long, and it begs the existential question of, like, how many miles of cock have I sucked? Like, I mean, the average cock is, what, are you six? Maybe? My turn? Ah. <sighs> That's not going much anywhere, so. Well, it is, and math is hard. I'm Barbie. <laughs> math is hard. And if it's hard, you know I love it. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to leave you with a little song about the boys' camp that I really wish I'd gone to in Lake Put It In Me, Wisconsin. And it goes something like this. <coughs> camp Put It In Me, actually. Oh, I love you. Put it in me. Put it in me every day. I love you, put it in me, put it in me all the way, on your shores, put it in me, I am yours, put it in me, put it in me every day. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Brady. Yay, Brady Fearson, and it's going to be Mr. Sparkle Motion. Yay. Oh my God, you, you kind of look like an exploded pi pinata had a had a orgy. <laughs> That's what I would call that jacket. Exploded pinata orgy. Fun times. Brady Pearson. All right, it's a compliment. I love it. I would wear that in a second. Oh my god, with like some white stretch pants. Dear God. I don't know. I just thought white stretch pants are like really white tight jeans. I think those would be fun. Cause like pick up. There's the anyway. Your next comedian comes to us uh, by way. Uh, from all over the world, actually, from Brooklyn and Portland and everything else. Put your hands together for Keith Hemingway! I wish I explored more places than New York and Portland, because that's all. No, I, I've discovered uh, San Francisco, and I've discovered L.A. Um, I don't think I want to go back to L.A. <laughs> L.A. is a different type of fear. 
It was like, do I want to get shanked in this corner or do I want to get pissed on in this corner? And apparently I'm still here, so showers still exist. And um, I don't have no medical bills from L.A. Yay. But L.A.'s a nice town. I, I, like, I like San Francisco, too. This town, y'all don't have leg day. You expected to have leg day because you have hills. But it's not about the leg day. It's about the toes. You guys are toe strong in this town because of all the shit you got to step over, literally. Like, you have to treat every block like a Michael Jackson video. You just got to doom, doom, doom. Get some on the back of your feet like, ah, jump on. I, I can't really dance like Michael Jackson. I didn't practice. I wasn't one of those kids that was in. Even though I think, no, I can't moonwalk. I, I wasn't one of those kids that can do that. But uh, I got to be careful sometimes when I'm stepping over the shit because some of them come in a, a weird pattern and it could look like I'm crip walking. And that would get me in a lot of trouble these days, man. I don't know. I can't do that out here. Come on in, lady. We have free comedy. I saw you smiling. You can't hide. Yeah, come on. Nope, 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 nope. Dedication. Come on. All right, two minutes. Sit down. There you go. See? Come on. You can't give me two minutes. <laughs> I was trying to answer that in the most professional comedic way, but then I was like, mm. yeah, no. He made me forget like almost all my jokes when she said that shit too. It's all good. But you know what? Because it's, it's special because I'm all the way here from Brooklyn, New York. You know that? And I know you're looking like, damn, what made you come out here? And just for you, I'm going to let you know this right now. I'm on my white girl world tour right about now, you know? I'm out here. I'm teaching white women how to braid hair and fry chicken, you know? Because they, they say they want to get back to the black community. And they say black lives matter, black lives matter. But they always still choose to swallow. And I'm just confused on that one. I was like, I thought we was here to procreate, not give you a protein shake. It's... Now nah, I like white women. My, what? I got I, I like I'm a connoisseur. I'm like a, a connoisseur of white women, so I like to test around. So I've had the ghetto. I've had the races. I have I've had the white mocha vodka mocha lot mocha vodka marijuana lattes. You know, some of them come with shrooms. Others come with coke. You know, no, nobody had that type of white girl yet. No, which one are you? The coke the coke or the shrooms? <laughs> Officer, damn, that's the first time I got confused for a cop. <laughs> even better, undercover. Every people just look at me like, hey, what's up, man? Can I get some again? What? I don't even know you. What? Hold on, let me go to the corner, man. Fuck. I be carrying my backpack around on me. My cops be looking at me. They 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 look like they want to stop me every time. But anybody here plays Assassin's Creed? No, nobody knows what Assassin's Creed is. Alright, Assassin's Creed is a video game. And there's certain parts of that video game you can walk into and you hide. So when I'm in, in San Francisco, if I'm not in like missionary, I'll run back to Tenderloin and I'll look like everybody else because they can't even tell. And if they shine a light on me too hard, I'll just back into a corner, take a shit. And they're like, yep, he's a San Franciscan. He's paid, he's paid his taxes. He's good. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. He's good. He's good. He's good. But uh, you know what? I like like... I like that people don't, uh, what I don't like is that people don't get me mixed up with like a black celebrity. Like I wish people would get me mixed up with Keith Sweat. But then I got to remember I'm a comedian and people like to be assholes towards me. So they be like, yeah, you can't be Keith Sweat because who's going to remember you? Nobody. And, you know, that's kind of fair if you know that song. You know that song? Oh, man, you a player in the bedroom, huh? You got, you uh-uh, no, don't blame it. Yeah, uh-huh, we, we, we all got that friend asking for a friend. 
Hey, what's that key song? I asking for a friend, not me. I don't, I don't do, I'm a good guy in the bedroom. Maybe just H-Town. Oh, see, even, look, 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 look. Just going, just, you know, as men, you know, we just dig ourselves into China. It just, we just can't get out of that hole. I mean, we're men, though. <laughs> I finally got a reaction out of you. Okay, I know how to get you now. All right, so I know I'm running out of time a little bit, so I'm going to tell you guys now. We all can see that this comedy stuff is not working out for me, and that's okay. It's all right. Because I already got my plan B in action. I already got it all down packed. After this, I'm going to be an exotic dancer, okay? And my stage name is going to be Chicken Strip. My theme song, Stacy's Mom, because I need a stepmom to buy me a PS5 nowadays. Them shit is expensive. All right, baby, my name is Keith Hemway. I'm <laughs> Keep your hands clapping for Keith Hemingway. And keep them clapping for your next comedian, everybody, Lauren Kraut. Yay! Hello. How are you? The first thing anyone sees about me now is that I'm old. And I hate that. I sometimes wonder if old precedes lady or white, because there's race also. So what comes first, the old lady or the, the chicken? I'm trying to think of the rest of it, shit. Oh, and there's also LOL, which also stands for little old lady, or in my case, little old lesbian. And an LOL, LOL is an urging to grandma to enjoy the fuck out of her life. Laugh out loud, little old lady. Why you still can? Why you still can? I don't know why I loved I love that joke. I don't know, it's, it's not going anywhere, but I, I just love doing it. Okay. Why do we have to be afraid of God? Why is there fear? Why can't we I mean there's respect, yes, certainly. Honor, yes. But why do we have to be afraid of God? Because I think when you have fear in a relationship, it's just a recipe for disaster. Hear me out. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Fear, right? Be afraid, mortal. Be very afraid. Oh, shit. This is so new. This is so new. Um, I'm doing, thank you. Ah, uh, fuck. All right. Look at that. Sorry. Uh, I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember, and it's not coming back, so... Um, I was on the bus the other day, and there was this man that came in, and uh, or he was on the bus already, and he had a rolling walker in front of him, and he didn't have a mask. He had a long white gauze that he had looped around his ear and then wrapped around his nose and kind of over his head, and his mouth was sticking out, and he was just, I don't know, was like that. But he was sitting there, and his walker got away from him a couple of times, and we tried to bring it back. And uh, then this other guy gets on the bus, and he recognizes this old guy. And he says, I thought you were dead. I thought you were dead. And the old guy's like, I'm not dead. He says, I really did. I thought something had happened to you. He goes, no, I'm still here. He goes, give me your number. Give me your number. I, we can get together. Remember Ramon? We can get together with Ramon. 
And he's like, uh, and he's patting down, he's looking in his, his wheel, his walker thing, he's trying to find his number, and he's like, four and five, six, four, four, six, four, four, and we're, we're like, come on, come on, come on, get the, get the number, get the number, and the guy's bus stop is, the second guy's bus stop is coming up, and he's scrambling, he rips off a thing of paper from his grocery bag, and he says, he's starting to write that down, and when the guy stops him in number, he drips off another piece of paper. It says, you call me. I'll give you my number. You call me. And he writes down the number, and he gets off, and the, and the, the old guy is standing there, sitting there, and he's saying, I, I remember him from, like, I've known him for, like, 60 years. And we say, yes, we could see that. It was quite a reunion. And he says, um, I went to school with him. And we say, oh, isn't that a small world that you ran into him? And he goes, I never did like that guy. His sister was cute, but he's an asshole. <laughs> Thank you. I'll end on a tried and true joke, because I, I owe you one. Um, let's pause for a brief moment and reflect on the concept of time. Everyone knows about it. We use it all the, follow it or not. You're late. I lost track of time. You work for it. Part-time, full-time, overtime, all the fucking time. You get it done in next to no time or at your earliest convenience. Fuck you, I'm busy. You took your sweet time. Come on, man, I don't have all the time in the world. First time, next time. This is the last time. You're wasting time. And I got time to kill. What the hell time is it? Time's up, Miss Kraut. At any point in time. But you can't touch it, can you? And we have happy hour, children's hour, darkest hour, hourglass. Minute waltz, minute steak, New York minute, in a minute, just a minute, just a second, split second, hold on a second, who's the second, what's the first? I don't know, third base. Well, that's my time. Thank you very much. <laughs> Yay! Laura Crowd, everyone! Hooray! We got all the time in the world for Lauren Crowd. Hell yeah! All right, your next comedian. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Dan Britton! Yay! <laughs> Hola. <laughs> um, I just came from the Giants game. That was really fun. They did. It's really, it's, it's an interesting game that I find exceptional, exceptionally fascinating. But really, when you think about it, it's just people hitting leather with wood and rolling around on the ground. So it's not, it's not complicated or anything. This isn't a joke. It's just I've had a nice day out in the sun. I'll have to pick that up later. It didn't land on the chair I wanted it to. <laughs> I'm Irish. Um, that's, that means that I'm uh, predispositioned to be uh, killed by feelings or suppression of those. Are, uh, what's up, Hillary? I don't have anything interesting to say. What's your name? Chris. That's a shitty fucking name. Now I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing. That's, a, that's actually my brother's name. What's your name? Jeff. Jeff and Chris. You two together? <laughs> Jeff, I'm really sorry. Uh, Chris, I'm really sorry. Jeff just isn't into you like that, I guess. Sorry about that. You're not. Oh. Do you do you come in a bogo? A bogo? Can I get both of you for the price of one? I, I always, uh, 
I always like the boho. Buy one, get one half off. The boho. Anyway, I <laughs> I like uh, I like bowling. I, I I don't really like tennis. Um, I I am a big fan of sex and um, film noir. Um, it's provided that there's not too much racism hidden within the subtext of film noir. Um, <laughs> this is basically me rewriting the Constitution of the United States. Thomas Jefferson would be so pissed off if he was like, I have to give this shit for brain the freedom of speech. <laughs> like, he's not using it for anything valuable. I feel like out of all, like, a lot of sports teams have names that that are just unnecessary and don't make sense. Like, I don't think there's ever been a single pirate within the city of Pittsburgh. Not, not once. That, that would have been a... <laughs> am I the only one, am I the only one who thinks that R&B singers in music videos um, are the only people who ever have to stand like this? I'm sorry, baby. It's like, why don't you tell her instead of this room of awkwardly half-filled with furniture place that you may be moving out of, but you have no boxes, so I'm just a little confused. It seems to me that rappers in music videos don't walk like you and I do. Like, I walk like this. They walk like... <laughs> with the shoulders going these degrees, and it's like... They also hold microphones much differently than comedians. They hold microphones like this. Why did the chicken cross the road? Because the chicken can go anywhere it fucking wants to. This is America. My brother actually dated a girl that, uh, <laughs> this fucking lady, she, uh, <laughs> I was going to say bitch, but that was, <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> she was, she was a super liberal. She was all about animal rights. She lived in New York and, uh, she took a, a class in college about, like, chickens and slaughterhouses and procedures and whatnot, so she started to go fund me to save chickens from, uh, New from California that were going to be slaughtered. And she literally raised enough money to charter a plane to fly all of the chickens across the United States to a chicken sanctuary. And I just always think to myself, uh, chickens aren't meant to fly, and that's why they can't fly with wings. Uh, and you probably shouldn't put them in first class as well, because they're chickens. Need I say more? Okay. <laughs> so anyway, as we wrap up this wonderful um, bonanza of unconnected weird thoughts that I've had today, I just want to say that I really love being a comic, and I love the city, and I love Chris and Jeff, and Hillary, and Lauren, and Pam, and I just hope that everybody has a beautiful weekend with nice weather, and happiness, and friends. Good night, everyone. Yay! That was so sweet. Wishing us a happy weekend, and we're all friends. I know what your next comedian's going to be doing all weekend. She's going to be riding her bike up and down hills all over San Francisco and Marin Cal, the counties. Look at her ass. It looks great. Put your hands together for Hillary Lannon. According to my girlfriends, they say I have an ass of a toddler because I have no hips. So, yeah, I... I they were saying that that was a compliment, but I don't think it was. So, okay, I'm sorry. I know I walked in when Dan was, like, asking you guys if you were an item, which I don't 
care about that, but are you comics or are you just regular people? You're like real human beings. Wow, so how did you end up here? Just saw the sign and... Uh-huh, blame him, that's a good bet. So wait, how did you find out about this? Okay. Oh, cool, yeah, 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 nice. You, are you just a like comedy fan or do you have aspirations to do comedy? Oh yeah, me too. It's actually like, sorry, this is not the set I was gonna do at all.